You are now listening to Dali in the House. Today is twenty first of March, two thousand twenty three, and the temperature is three degrees Celsius, and the time is a nine fifty five a.m. Yeah. So ah,、uh, it's already in the end of March, but the temperature here in Stockholm still pretty low. Feels like um like winters never end. I asked someone when like when is the spring's coming. Uh, people says maybe in a May, in May. Since like, and people even says in April. The weather will become even more、uh, mysterious. I mean, which means、um, it will sometimes rain a lot. It will sometimes sunny. Sometimes it will even snow. It's crazy, man. Yeah, but like in in March there was a huge snow. I mean, so far the、um, the second or f- or the first huge snow I ever seen in Stockholm. Like, like it, it, it was almost like a blizzard. Uh, people says like this year in Stockholm, it was quite the, like a warm winter. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I only f- in Stockholm for like almost eight months, but like my outfits never really change. I always pretty much wearing. Like a shorts or like a uh, uh, like a thin long long sleeves, and then a jacket, a normal jacket. I never wear a like down jacket. Maybe like once or twice, but that's it. And and I always only wear like one layer of pants. And like maybe if it's really cold, I will uh wear my scarf and my like not hat but like the wool. Hat. <laughs> oh, apologies for my poor English. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all my outfit through the whole winter. Uh, in Stockholm, I mean, pretty much that's it. Yeah. So, but I'm quite looking forward to um to the spring because people say during springtime and summertime Stockholm will be a total different um. Country, it feels like you will be living in a paradise because like suns never goes down ah、uh, before eleven p.m. Yeah, but let me check up the window here. Hmm, the today the weather, uh, it's sunny, a bit sunny because, ah,、uh, during the past day it was pretty cloudy and the sky's gray. I we never see. Ah,、uh, the sun and it's rainy and it's annoying, but finally, we got some suns. Suns day, might go out after the podcast. Might go to some secondhand shop. Ah,、uh, since I'm going to skiing this weekend and I don't have anything for skiing, like ski pants or like、uh, goggles, ah,、uh, or some like ski. Shirts, maybe I don't know. I have zero experience about skiing, so I might go to the skiing shop to find something for me. And、uh, yeah, 
I'm pretty excited to go skiing. It's like finally happening since um, I'm going with a bunch of my friends in my program. Uh, we've discussed this trip for like uh, forever. And yeah, so at the end of March, I mean, it almost like the skiing season is almost finished. So yeah, let's see if it's gonna be good or not. Since recently there's not much snow in Sweden now. I, I, I don't know, but it'll be really fun. I might try skiing instead of uh, snowboarding. Like people say skiing is much easy uh, to like uh, be handy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I used to do roller skating back to my uh, like elementary school, but you know, when I try to ice skating here in Stockholm, I was totally a disaster. It's, <laughs> it's, I was like walking on the ice instead of like skate skating on the ice. So I think like skiing may be somehow similar to uh, ice skating or uh, roller coaster, uh, roller skating. I hope it goes well. I will try to share the experience after the after the skiing trip. Okay. So uh, actually, I just come back from Malta. Yeah, it has been like two months since I'm traveling outside Sweden <clears throat> because uh, this period is quite rough for me. There's a lot of like uh like small exam presentation lab report everything was so tight i have no like holidays or free times to go out to sweden ex explore so uh it was quite rare i mean i feel a lot of stress and pressure uh during the last period i was really hopeless at some times because um the 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 courses I'm taken is like totally new to me, and it was really hard to uh, understand. And um, like the pace of the course is also really fast, and somehow professor is not teaching well, so I have to uh, study by myself. So yeah, it was quite a rough time for me. Uh, but eventually, uh, I mean, I survived. For the whole period, I submit my uh, report successfully. I take my exam, and unexpectedly, I first thought like I would get a D or an E or even fail for the courses. But you know, I got an A. It's a unexpected result for me. I mean, I. Of course, I studied pretty hard, and uh, but I didn't feel that confident when I was doing the exam. Uh, yeah, but so far this is the best um, grade I have like received for the whole entire program. Yeah, so I was pretty thankful. Yeah. But like after this period, 
I mean, I feel like I learned something, you know, because uh, I was taking two specific um, courses, which is about like quantum mechanics and semiconductor, like transistors, physics. So, uh, I mean, it's more uh, more like specific to my program. So, like after studying the whole book, like the textbook, and and like read through the whole every material, I feel like I'm quite confident. Says that I'm, I know something now. You know, like yeah. Finally, I. I mean, of course, this kind of knowledge may not be enough when you want to apply in the industry, or either in academia, but. Hey, I I got like basic stuff like. Uh, pretty solid understanding, so I'm happy for that. So I'm looking forward to uh to the following courses because it's uh, become even more specific, and um, I think I will enjoy. For I mean, also suffer in the rest of the program. Yeah, I was saying like I come back from Malta. It was my um twenties. Seventh country I've ever, ever like I ever uh, visited. So yeah, why choose Malta? So basically, it was uh, like a drunk decisions <laughs> because I was drinking with my friend, and we are like discussing maybe we have like a holiday before the period start the new period start. Maybe we should go somewhere to travel, and I find out that the Malta. Uh, airport like a tickets, air, like plane tickets. It's pretty cheap. It's around like fifty euros uh, for round trip when we bought it. So yeah, we and we decided to go somewhere like more warmer. But in the end, uh, we all think like Malta, like Malta should be like warmer. But yeah, when we were there, it's around like eighteen degrees to fourteen degrees, which is really. Cozy during the daytime, you can feel the heat from the sun, but like during the nighttime, you will feel a lot like windy and pretty cold because of the like sea, the the wind from the sea, and it's pretty like humid as well. So yeah, uh, we are not like hundred percent happy about the uh, uh, temperature over there, but yeah, I we, you know, it's still better than Sweden. We get some vitamin D. Uh, we absorb some heatness from the light. We got a bit tanned. Yeah. So, uh, what do we do in Malta? I was with my program friends and some friends, like near my dorm. So it's like six of us. And uh, uh, I would say to be some to summary, it's more like a vacation plus tourist holiday. Because um, uh, like uh, I have to say, most of the because when I uh, when I traveling uh, to an, an like a new country, I I prefer like uh, roaming around the city, just walking and eating, and uh, instead of like uh, relax in in my. In in the uh, accommodations, 
but um, since we are six of us, uh, so we book an Airbnb, which is really cozy and uh, um, and like <clears throat> I don't want to say that, but um, my friends they are like more easygoing. They don't want to like be make the schedule really packed. I mean, I'm not the like person who who really like planning a lot. I mean, I used to be that kind of person, but uh, like after visiting so many cities, so many countries, I become a person more like have a just schedule big like roughly like big stuff. For example, where should we eat? Uh, which area should we visit? Like that. But you know when it is, I used to travel maybe like by myself or. Either go with one friend or two friends, so it is much more easy to move. But right now we are like six of us, and everyone have like different, like not personality, but uh, like traveling lifestyle. So you have to compensate everyone, and uh, I mean, which is fine, but uh, something even more uh, make me feel a bit not annoying. It's like we have like. We, my friend, they are vegan and vegetarian. I mean, vegetarian is fine because you can have cheese, you can have milk in your dishes. But for vegan, it is much more strict. But in Malta, if you want to try some Maltese, like traditional food, the restaurant usually don't provide any vegan options, which is annoying as well. So uh, we have to find a place which it, which could satisfies everyone, and like we don't want to be separated as well. Yeah, but in then we we some people still like staying in the home to cook to eat. Some of us we went out, so it's fine. But most of the time we have to uh, consider like the fact that we have different uh, like. We eat different type of food, <laughs> so yeah. But、um, the Maltese food is pretty tasty. I, I mean, I would like to talk more about it. So、um, when you talk about dishes, the rabbit stew is pretty famous. Yeah, I know rabbit. It also it was my first time、uh, tasting rabbit, like. Uh, in my Chinese、um, animal sign, I also like belongs to rabbit, so it was quite funny like eating yourself up, because I always make fun of my my dad because she he's like、uh, he belongs to cow, but he likes to eat like steaks, so、uh, right now I am also making fun of myself, like I try、uh, like. Three kinds of rabbit dishes. I mean, which have like I mean, every restaurant has its own unique taste. I mean, and I have tried like different part of the rabbit, like the bellies, the、um, the legs, the、um, the chest. Sometimes they taste like chicken. Sometimes they take like pork. Sometimes it just take like something I never taste. Yeah, pretty. I mean, which is pretty interesting. Like, um. Rabbit. 
yeah i mean right now most of the rabbit they were be they were they were they are not wild rabbit they are like chicken uh they are uh how to say they are raised <laughs> in the in a farm like not farm like barn like, yeah oh my god terrible english <laughs> descriptions uh now my special specialty oh my god okay so uh beside the dishes they also have like fish soup because i mean they are maltese in ireland uh so they must have a lot of feet like seafood they are they situate um in the mediterranean sea i mean they below they are below sicily island i mean i uh sicily is in italy just in case uh you guys doesn't know yeah so beside the like restaurant dishes they also have some street food for example the most common um pastries in malta is pastis pastis is uh, like a crispy pastry which is like a <coughs> multi-layer is that croissant <laughs> i mean the croissant maybe but like inside they wrap with peas paste or ricotta cheese or chi- uh, chicken paste uh, it was quite cheap it's around like 0.5 to 0.8 euros so yeah very cheap price for uh, a piece of pastry i mean when we go to malta i feel like yeah for sure it's cheaper than uh sweden but uh, uh when you go to a restaurant it's not the case you also usually usually spend like 20 euros 20 almost 30 euros but you feel more i mean the portion is big and you have like free bread to eat um, as many as you can so yeah it's a better value than when you go out to eat in in sweden so yeah also they have some i also try some like they're like bread pastry which is called fitra which is like bagels and they have they and the stuffing may be uh like anchovy tuna paste and some some veggies or either like maltese sausages some dried tomato cheese Oh my god, my my mouth is watering. I think that's the <coughs> I tried once when we at Medina, which is another city in Malta. Uh which is really good. I think it's one of the best meal I have in Malta. Yeah. So, uh okay, I'm going to um talk about more about Malta, some facts. Not fact, but uh, uh, we'll see. So, <laughs> so just in case you don't know uh, what the, where, what is the name of the capital in Malta, which is Valletta, 
and we live at the north of Valletta, which is called Silima. Yeah, and then um, yeah, I mean, Malta is constituted by like mainly three islands, which is the main island itself, another small island at the north, and a bigger island called Gozo. But I mean, we are in Malta for five days, no, six days, right? Maybe six days or five days. <laughs> And uh, we only stay in the on the main island because there are so many things to do. So when I, when when I was in Malta, the first impression is like, wow, the city. Uh, it's pretty like uh, like Taiwan. I don't know the vibe. Uh, it's like a bit tropical, maybe, and. But it's interesting. They, I mean, they drive on the left instead of the right in most of the country because they were used to colonized by England, so that's the reason. So the first impression about Malta is like I feel all the buildings, uh, shapes really squared and not really not tall at all, and um, they are like yellowish. Which is a unique view I have ever seen uh, since I travel to so many places. So it is really cool, and like there, because Mayard and I I don't know what's the reason, but uh, they have so many slopes. So uh, the drivers or people should like always go down, and go down the hill and go up to the hill. So like up and down. Always, it's like San Francisco, <laughs> pretty cool. And uh, but I have to complain one thing: their road mostly pretty narrow, and it is so narrow. So like the pedestrian uh, sideway, uh, it's hard. I mean, they still have like pedestrian side, like sideway, but uh, it's too narrow to walk. It's pretty uncomfortable. Compared to Sweden, Sweden always has a big road and big like sidewalk. It's pretty like, cozy, comfortable to walk, uh, walk around in Stockholm. But in Malta, it's a quite different case. And people who are driving over there, it's also pretty impolite. They doesn't know how to uh, obey, not obey, but like obey like a common rule like a pedestrian first i don't know yeah just something to say about it but i was pretty also quite impressed because i mean we are about to drive over there because we are like six people and we always move as a group so we uh instead we take the public transportation uh we take uber uh, so we always call a van, like for us, and uh, the drivers there they always able to manage to uh, like drive around like small road uh, and avoid hitting others' car, which is hmm quite impressive. I I don't feel I'll be confident to drive such a big car in that kind of narrow road.
So what do we do in Mota? Uh, we we like of course we roam around in Mota. Um, we we went to Valletta. I mean, which is also a place like UNESCO preserve places for the whole city, Valletta. And of course, we walk we walk by the side like seaside to and also like feel the sun, like having a coffee and having a lunch in some pretty cool place inside like inside Valletta, the city of Valletta, which is um like yeah, pretty cool place. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Uh and uh I was also inst- I mean we're supposed to go to scuba diving but instead we we instead go to another place which is on the uh, another part of island on the other side of island and they are famous for uh it's the coast like um, the name is called blue grotto yeah and and i i feel it's pretty like the weather is pretty nice that day so I feel the Mediterranean Sea it's so blue like a uh, like sapphire <laughs> like a blue diamond so wow I mean it was quite I was quite like touched when I when I saw the sea Mediterranean Sea because I never seen it so yeah it was my first time and my friend I mean they doesn't afraid about the cold Although there's still sun, but uh, somehow it's also quite cloudy a bit, so and windy, so it's also cold. But my friend doesn't afraid about the cold, so they decided to swim in some places, like safe places, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, and we also go to some. Uh, uh, like which is one of the oldest temple in the world. Like it says, it's uh, built in three thousand uh, three thousand and five hundred BC. Yeah, uh, and we went there for uh, hiking and um, to visit the temple to yeah to get ourselves a bit more educated, a bit educated, not a bit more educated. <laughs> Oh my god, my poor English. Yeah, I realized I have some accent when I was doing like podcast instead of uh, like talking normally to someone. So I hope it's gonna be better when I was like practicing using English to do my podcast. This is my second episode, so I don't know. Give me some feedback. See if I improve my English pronunciation or not. Uh, what do we do in Mata? I think the best moment I have in Mata is that we find the bar like randomly when we visit Valletta, and uh, it's a bar like situated on the staircase. Beside the staircase, and uh, there was like pillows and tables, just on the side, on the beside on, on the stairs, and people can sit over there and 
you can watch the because it's really close to the sea so you can watch the sea the blue stuff and everything i mean and you can lay down on the pillow and uh, like the driveway it's just right beside you so sometimes you you can hear a lot of car drive passing by but you you also feels pretty safe because you are on the staircase and you can just lie down on the on the stair with the pillows pretty cozy and like chatting with friends and like feeling the vibe a bit yeah that was my favorite moment when i was in valletta i don't know yeah in valletta and also in malta yeah and i would say this kind of experience pretty cool because i was with a couple of friends they are oh like non-taiwanese because i used to travel with taiwanese friend i mean i've been travel with some uh europeans or other countries friend but uh it's but this is the first time i initiate the whole trip and planning and living together for like a long time and also my my first time going out with my program friend which i say it went really well uh people i mean everyone's really glad they have a good time me also have a good time i mean yeah for me it's it's a really unique experience and like which bounds us together even more okay so there's one thing i haven't shared it's like uh i got a piercing in malta it's my first piercing uh in my whole life and uh it was quite a spontaneous decision i would say because throughout my lifetime like 23 years i never thought about piercing but like i think i don't know it feels like uh, it's time to try it out to uh if i don't like it i can always take it off and the wound will be uh recover i i go with the polish friend it is really cool Zosh, zofia shout out to zofia thank you for uh like going piercing with me i was like we're pretty happy like we did it although it's quite like the experience was quite cool the the shop is quite shady at first but uh, eventually the um the owner is quite cool although she, he doesn't have any piercing or tattoos but he still keep um helping people to get piercing and tattoos and like uh, yeah we have the same spot the helix is it helix maybe yeah it's pretty cool to have piercing i mean it's not that hurt but you're still feeling it and i was bleeding until yesterday yeah it was today's it's like tuesday we come back that saturday and yesterday it was bleeding <laughs> so but now it's fine it's getting better doing piercing we feel like we are even more bounded 
and uh, it's pretty cool to have piercing. Yeah, I so far I don't regret that. I I don't know. It's uh, also one of the lifetime ex- memory I will have. Yeah, doing a piercing with a pretty close friend. That's great. Okay, so that's pretty much about the Mata trip. So let's talk about more of my life in Stockholm. What happened since last podcast? So I went to a music festival uh, in Sweden. I mean, which is in Norrköping, and. Uh, the reason why I went to that music festival is because there are two Taiwanese like uh, alternative, alternative or like indie bands. They were they were invited to perform at that place, so which is quite really rare for Taiwanese band like musicians to come to Sweden to perform. So we decided to support them and the two bands like Cosmos People and Mixture. They are also. I I listened to them since I was in high school, so yeah, there's no reason not to go there to support them, and we have a my friend and I have a really great time. Uh, since it's a, it's a quite, not it's a quite small music festival, so and not much people over there, like even Taiwanese is like twenty Taiwanese people over there, so uh we had we have a really great chance to, uh. Get close to the band members, and yeah, it's uh, is it have if this band perform in Taiwan, they will never have this kind of, we will never have this kind of experience, because they will always be crowded, and yeah, and uh, you know what, we even party and chat with them after they they're uh perform performing. I even bought a beer for one of the singer in the band, and yeah, it's pretty cool experience. I we we met them in the after party, and then chat with them, smoke with them. So yeah, it's a、uh, we have a really good time in the f- music festival, and you know what, and you know like. I'm not sure if I share this story in the last podcast, but like we, like we went to North Shopping for like day trip. I mean, uh, because uh, like when we did when we want to go go back to Stockholm, uh, we almost uh missed our uh like uh train or like buses, but uh. Like eventually we have it. Like we rush. We like we run from the whole hallway from the party place to the bus station. It was like fifteen minutes walk, but like we have our luggage. We have it's pretty cold out there, and I haven't been running for maybe entire time, <laughs> eternity. So it was quite rough for me, but it's fine. We make it. Okay, so、uh, I have to share one food 
like I really like in Sweden, which is Semla. Semla, what is Semla? Semla is like um, uh, it's a bun, bun, like usually cardamom bun or uh, cinnamon bun, not like like a yeah. And uh, they slice it into almost half, and they fill with like fresh cream and almond paste, which is a classic winter dessert in Stockholm. And I would say uh, it is one of my favorite dessert, like bread dessert in Stockholm, even better than cinnamon bun, to be honest. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a winter limited edition. Dessert, and during like February, there was a fat, fatty Tuesday or Fat Tuesday in Sweden, uh, which means like people will uh, eat a lot of semla at that day. It's an international semla day, <laughs> national semla day, not international semla day. Oh my god, my English, and yeah. Because semla is a really fat dessert, so that's why it's also called Fat Tuesday to get fat. Yeah, so I have tried so many semla throughout this winter. I was pretty satisfied. So highly recommended for people who ever come to Sweden during the winter time. Try it, and I mean maybe you won't like it because it was quite heavy dessert, but still give it a try. I highly recommend it. Okay, so so far this is my like recent life here in Stockholm, in like a part of my life here. Yeah, and recently my new period just started, like not my period, but <laughs> the study period just getting started. So I'm looking forward for the new courses to do some new things to learn some new knowledge, and I promise there's gonna be even more traveling because there's Easter coming. I might go to Riga or Tallinn. I don't know. Still planning. It's pretty expensive to travel in Easter during Easter time, but still, I will travel. So that's a wrap for this episode, and see you guys in the next one. Bye 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 bye.